Welcome to the Big Six Podcast. It is Friday, July 5th. Hope everybody is soaking in that Americano hangover. Great July 4th. Hope you had a great holiday. I'm Will Brinson. I'm the host of the CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. Yes, that's right. It's dead of the NFL season. It is nothing's happening. But you know what? We don't care. We keep rolling right along. I do want to point out before we get to our tight end rankings for today with a couple of super friends that this is the biggest week in mixed martial arts for the entire year. It's arrived and CBS Sports will be offering wall-to-wall coverage of UFC 239. Brian Campbell, Rashad Evans, and Brandon Wise are out at International Fight Week. So make sure and subscribe to the State of Combat State of Combat podcast anywhere you find podcasts for an exclusive interview with Amanda Nunes and a full preview of UFC 239 with new predictions and interviews all week long. Check that out on the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Now to wrap up our skill position rankings. The ones, the only well, we're we're not we're not at full strength here, but we're close. The Super Friends Ryan Wilson and Sean Wagner McGuff joining me. John Breach, uh, as they say in the radio business, on assignment. He's cavorting around uh, 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 Paris. Ryan, what do you think about that? Not only is he cavorting around France for the Women's World Cup, he's doing it without a significant other, which I find appalling. It is appalling. Festival. Grounds for divorce. What would your wife do? To, I mean, like in all seriousness, if you told your wife, "I'm going to Paris for a couple of weeks with my sister and brother." And we're just gonna go what, like like hang out in Europe and watch a bunch of soccer games. And your wife, would your wife be like, "Oh, that's that's great, have a good time," or would she be like, "F you, here's some papers, sign them, you owe me half your money." Well, there would be no money to be had. Two things would happen. Number one, I should point out she uh, did a semester abroad in Paris, so she would that would be an issue. And number two, she would say, "Wait, you have a brother?" Because I don't have a brother. But um, it would it would be a, a big problem. Yeah, my wife would huge problem. My wife would sooner murder me than let me go to Paris for a few weeks without her. You could have stopped with murdered me. She always wants to kill me. She does, in fact, want to kill me. Sean, what would um, let's say uh, fill us in on your, on your love life, and you can tell us whether your significant other. Kurt's- let me just say this before he goes. There's a chance that he's going to get a bunch of dates this week based on that new haircut he has. You look sharp, Sean. Got the fade work in. Well, he the problem is that we fade. are uh, we're recording on what what day is this podcast actually going live? Friday. Friday. And today so is Friday. I, I don't. I don't know what's. Ha- I don't know what's happening beyond Friday. So Whoa, no so update you got, for you. So you got something on Thursday or Friday? I got something on Thursday. How did it go last night? Last night? Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Hopefully, well. Wait, you have a July Fourth date. I do. What do you? Okay. All right. All right. Let's not. We're not trying to dive into the specifics of your life and your relationship with this person. But I am curious. What is a single you kind part- of our? But no, I'm dead serious. Like, I'm curious, like, what does a single millennial living in California do on the 4th of July with a date? Is this, I mean, like, are you going to a cookout? Are you going to the movies? Are you going to, like, um, put on a tank top and cheer on America? What happens? Uh, we are going to go for a hike in Napa. Ooh, that wow. is fancy. That's not a first or second date situation. That's a yeah, hand holding situation. That's a fourth or fifth date situation. Oh, there'll be a lot of hand holding on that on that hike. Are you going? Are you like reading up on uh, wines to try and be like, oh, I love the Leviterod grape and how it. Produces. I don't. I actually. I don't think we're going to be doing any any whining. But oh, look at that! That's a mistake on your part. You gotta. You gotta. I am I wrong, uh, Ryan? Am I wrong, Ryan? Huh? No comment. <laughs> I'm not getting fired to join in on your party. There are there are reasons 
we don't need to delve into the reasons. What does that mean, Mister Mysterious? Maybe his maybe his maybe his lady friend doesn't like wine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, why can't? What's wrong with that, Ryan? It's fine. If you don't want a wine, it's fine. Like a weird thing to say. There are reasons I cannot go into the reasons. Yeah, just make up a lie or something. Um, all right, let's get to the tight ends. Good luck on the hike. Good luck on the hand holding. I hope last. I hope well, this already this already happened. So. Oh, look at this guy! A lot of confidence. No, I'm just saying. I hope I I hope that you made out underneath a grape tree, Sean. Grapes don't grow on trees, but go ahead. Vine. I hope you made out and <laughs> if you made out under a grapevine. Um. Anyway, tight end rankings. So we did the running backs with Heath Cummings yesterday. By the way, uh, our running back sheet. We're missing Dalvin Cook. Way to go, Sean. Also worth what, noting. What? Why you? Wait, he's not why no, you saying, way to go, Sean. It's not Sean's fault. Back. He's just not even on the sheet. Like, no, I know. There wasn't an option to rank him. Would you have ranked Dalvin Cook? I mean, some people rank Kareem Hunt. He's suspended yeah, after. Dalvin season. Cook has he's been like over. Yeah. You would take. I wouldn't have ranked Dalvin Cook in my top ten. You rank. You rank Todd Gurley. You'd rather have Todd Gurley than Dalvin Cook. Hell no. If we're ranking. Who are the best running backs? Yes, I, Todd Gurley is for, a better running back right now than Dalvin Cook. For 2019, you would take Todd Gurley over Dalvin Cook? Hell no. Mm, Hell probably, no. Yeah, probably not. You wouldn't yeah. take Kareem Hunt either because he looks like he might get suspended again. More. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the problem – okay. Hey, let Anyways. me let me say this quickly. Uh, speaking of these rankings, the quarterback rankings, uh, Sean wrote those. Tiki and Tierney hated them apparently on the show. I didn't hear it, but uh, – our NFL editor, Kevin Steinle, made that clear. So direct all your anger at Sean once again. For the wait, wait. <laughs> this is the problem is that we get stuck said, writing these explicitly things. in the post that I did not write these. These are <laughs> well, – but I'm still blaming you. Wait, wait. So Lock and Fora ranked Rogers fifth. Sean ranked Rogers uh, sixth. And Chris Trabasa ranked Rogers ninth. That was sink- second. Rogers finished second collectively. Oh, he did? I did. Yeah, I did not agree with that. Oh, wow. That's surprising. Huh. Yeah, Why? Brady three, Rogers two, Mahomes one. I think Breeze was four. I, I had Breeze two, I think. I'm not looking at him. Well, Tiki and Tierney, did, uh, did Phillip Rivers make the list or not? Yeah, he did. He was near they the They were angry that he made the list. They were angry that Big Ben made the list. They thought Andrew Luck should be higher. Those are the three complaints Wait, I heard. They're mad Big Ben and Rivers made the list? What? Yeah. How? Who Look, they, man, they, I don't produce the show. I don't appear on the show. I'm just telling you what I heard. Oh, uh, what do they want? Baker Mayfield and Carson Wentz on and Probably. Cam Newton instead of Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger? If anything, well, we know you're not going to die. You'll you will die on Philip Rivers Hill. I mean, throw so Drew Brees had, off. We had we had 11 voters. For throw the Tom Brady off. We had 11 voters for the quarterbacks, and there were only 13 quarterbacks selected. So I feel like like in total, 13 quarterbacks received a vote for a top 10 list. So I feel like. Among 11 of the NFL people at CBS, it was pretty – it wasn't that controversial about who was on the list, who wasn't on the list. There wasn't really someone who just missed the list or – you know what I mean? We all pretty much voted for the same 10 guys. I'm the only – They would have made you call in like the, the Patriots radio station did that one time and then didn't have you on at 5 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cam only got two votes, and I'm the only person who voted for Baker Mayfield. No, uh, Wilson did two. Sorry. Yeah. We got two – Voted for him pretty low, though, correct? Uh, yeah, ninth. Yeah. Both ninth, yeah. I mean, it's just tough to get on if you had two votes for ninth. Um, so is there uh, any controversy among the tight end rankings? 
Can't imagine there is. Well, there is no controversy at the top. That's for sure. Um, we have not gotten rankings from Lock and Four, Prisco and Breach. They're lazy, slack layabouts who don't care about their job, who don't bother showing up for work. Certainly don't bother showing up on time like all three of us. And um, Some aren't even in the country. Most of them aren't. Pizza, pizza Disney World. Uh, but anyway, Travis Kelsey, a, uh, He's a, can you imagine Pete at Euro Disney? Pete's been trashing, um, Jamie Eisenberg for going to Disney on our text thread all week. He's like, you're going to be in hell. Welcome to hell in Orlando. It's like, but Pete's, it's not going to be that crowded. I'd love Disney World. Yeah. I'd love to be at Disney World. Um, oh, anyway, I'm, I'm going backwards here. So we're going to go backwards from, uh, 10 up to one. I will start and I will toss it to Mr. Wilson. I had Kyle Rudolph at number 10. Um, this is sort of a weird spot. I could have gone with, uh, David Njoku as a projection type, uh, Dallas Goddard. That yeah. seems, a, seems a bit aggressive to put two Eagles tight ends in the top 10. It's not really Unless my, not really my Cody. style. Cody Benjamin did do that. Um, I thought about Austin Hooper. I thought, yeah. right. you know who I'm surprised didn't get a 10 vote is Cameron Brate. Well, yeah, Cameron yeah. Brate didn't get a vote. Um, I could have gone, I actually left Eric Eron and Jared Cook off my list. Um, Ooh. one of them could have gone there, but I went Kyle Rudolph at 10. Who'd you have, Wilson? I had Kyle Rudolph at, uh, at, at nine. At number 10, I had the most underrated player in the NFL, Vance McDonald, my guy. Hmm. Solely for the stiff arm to that poor soul. Who's that, who's that former Bears player that got stiff armed? Chris Conti. Chris Conti. Yeah, Chris Conti with the Bucks. Who's that former human being who got stiff armed? I mean, he got stiff armed so bad he tore his PCL. That's how bad he got stiff armed. Um, Although he said that was the reason that uh, he had previously torn his PCL and that had a, had played a role in him getting absolutely demolished. Whatever. Anyway, that play sticks out. And he actually's uh, I think he's due for a big season because Antonio Brown's gone, so on and so forth. So he was my number 10. Kyle Rudolph was my number 9. Mm. How about you, Sean? Who'd you have at 10? Um, I have Trey Burton, who I oh. had off my list the first time I filled it out. And then 10 minutes before we recorded this podcast, I went back and re- Rearranged it a bit, and I put him on the list. It was a terrible year last year. It wasn't terrible. It I mean, terrible. it says something that you think he's terrible, and he had six touchdowns and 569 yards. Well, that's not great, but no one in that Bears offense, there's not one player who's putting up monster numbers. I mean, Allen Robinson, had. A, I would say he played pretty well. He didn't put up big numbers. No one's taking um, Trey Burton over David Njoku. Brenton might. I mean, I, I, would. I, I would. No, you wouldn't. I, I, I have for the upcoming season. I, have I tra- mean, maybe I, if we're thinking for the next five years, maybe not. But for I, next season, I'd much rather have Trey Burton. I have Trey Burton ranked higher than Sean. That's does. what I was going to say. Yeah. Well, you guys are both wrong. Well, All we'll right, get, let's, we'll get to that in a second. Um, my number nine is oh, Greg Olson. Um, and I guess I'm kind of low on Greg Olson, but wait maybe. a second. Let me let me clear. Yeah. Ask a question though. Greg Olson, you have, but not Jared Cook, who's younger and had a much better season. Jared Cook with flash in the pan in a free agency year. I don't want anything to do with him. Where is he playing now? New Orleans. This is where tight ends go to die. Who's the last good tight end in New Orleans? Some guy named Jimmy Graham. Right. That's it. I actually – Correct answer. Who's the, who's the best wide receiver in the league? Michael Thomas. Nobody's Correct. been able to re- – they haven't been able to replace Jimmy Graham. They've tried. They, the- they paid Kobe Fleener a bunch of money. They tried to use Ben Watson. Um, ben Watson is older than uh, Greg Olson. Greg Olson is Greg Olson should be on this list. It's insane if you didn't vote for Greg I'm Olson. I'm just asking. You I, so he was actually one of the guys I took off when I redid this or list. Or Trey Burton. That's, yeah. That's also crazy. I just what has Greg Olson done over the last two years? He's I mean I know he's been hurt. He's but been hurt. Now how old is he now? 
32? He's had foot injuries. He's played 16 he games. That. That, that's, you gotta factor in availability. Okay, he's played 16 games the last two years. He had 482 yards and five touchdowns. So he's been hurt, and he basically, uh, and he basically equaled Trey Burton's stats. Right, right. But if but Trey Burton, Trey Burton. Me, if Trey Burton for me was my number 10, I'm not gonna put a guy with worse stats who's older, who has injury problems ahead of him. How dare you, sir? I think Greg Olson will be due for a bounce back here. I think people are underestimating him. I think he will be very good this season. He will stay healthy at 34. He will stay healthy. All right. 34. Who's, who's, uh, it's my Sean. list. Suck it. Who's Sean's number nine? Who's Wait, real quick. What stats did you just cite from Greg Olson? Two, two, he made him up. Two, cum- said- two cumulative years. 16 turn games. He's had foot injuries. What do you want from him? You're, you're combining his – okay, because I just pulled it 16 up. games. 27 passes last year for less than 300 yards. Right. I mean, right. before – look, before that, in the four years leading up to – in the five years leading up to that, Greg Olson averaged – Not 70, 2016 anymore, Brinson. 77 receptions and 968 receiving yards. It's like he's been hurt the last two years. If he's healthy, he can have a big season. I, I'm with you, but he's also 34, and he's had back-to-back injury – Years. If I told you that's, you, that's not concerning. You would go with Eric Ebron over Greg Olson for this upcoming season. Yes. Yeah, no, I would. No, not me. Jared Cook over Greg Olson. Yes, I just yes. told you. That. Not yes. not Jared Cook with Drew Brees, but Jared Cook with Cam Newton. That's a weird. Yes, but I mean that's yeah, what yeah. I say. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Derek Carr. And I would say that would make my point. If Derek Carr had that kind of success with Jared Cook, why wouldn't Drew Brees? All right, I will stick with Olson. Nerds. Yeah, of course you will. You're Who's your number nine? Who's your number <laughs> nine, Sean? Kyle Rudolph. Okay. Well, we, oh, everyone's on the Kyle Rudolph train. All right, here we is go. Is there anybody less exciting than Kyle Rudolph? <laughs> uh, Mike Zimmer like talked about Kyle Rudolph. I feel like he should actually be a little bit higher on the list. He's just a really boring player, but he, he's a Well, good... they drafted Irv Smith, and he almost got traded, so it's kind of hard to be like, oh, he's a top-five player. Here's the problem with Kyle Rudolph is they they drafted Irv Smith, as Ryan points out, and it's like the Vikings wanted to trade him, and he was like, look, just give me a crappy contract, and I won't go anywhere. Please do not trade me. I love Minnesota. I love being here. Please don't trade me. Just give me a deal that looks decent that I can get my agent to accept. Um, he should probably be higher than Greg Olson. <coughs> my, excuse yeah. me. My coughing is a problem. My number eight, especially when Sean gets Why are you coughing? Where have you been? I got a cold right now. I got a cold. Wait, who is Ryan's number nine? Ryan's number nine is uh, Vance Snow, who's Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph, how are you saying? Oh, nice. What's up, guys? Come on. Um, I would actually move Kyle Rudolph above Greg Olson, so I apologize. My number eight is the most underrated NFL player in the NFL, Vance McDonald. Oh, wow. I thought I, I had him. I was the only, only one that no. had him rated. Okay. In fact, I wanted to go to Vance McDonald as high as, like, five. I just couldn't do it. Crazy. I think Well, there's no Jesse James. There's no Antonio Brown. There's no Le'Veon Bell. Vance McDonald is going to be a factor in this passing game this year, and I think he has a breakout season. I think he ends up as a top-five tight end after 2019 in terms of statistical production and fantasy output. Love me some Vance McDonald. Man, all right. I, I'm sorry that I yelled at you about Greg Hulls. felt bad about that. <laughs> Steelers win the Super Bowl, too. Okay, so now. Uh, who's your all number right. eight? My the number eight is going to anger some people, and in retrospect, it's probably – too low. This That's is George this Hill. is. Oh no, I'm going the wrong way. Never mind. I feel bad. <laughs> I was like highlighting that. Sean, is that you that highlighted that for me? Oh, Will did. Thank you. Hunter Henry. Okay, coming off the ACL injury. Um, as you guys may have heard, I tore my ACL, so he didn't. He was going to come back too early. I'm glad he didn't play in that playoff game against the uh, Ravens. I think he dressed but didn't play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He shouldn't have played. 
even if he was on the field. Um, so he'll be fully healthy. He has more than a year to recover. And obviously with um, Princeton's favorite player ever, Philip Rivers, throwing on the ball, I think he's due for a big year. This is preposterously low for Hunter Henry. It's a slap in the face to Hunter Henry. Like, well, it would have been a bigger slap in the face to the guy I thought it was. Yeah, George Kittle at George Kittle at eight would have been a major, major problem. Um, I I just don't see how you could possibly take. He's Jared. been hurt. Lad. What is it with you and injured guys? You just yeah, but but Hunter Henry's at least at least young, you know. Okay, I'm fine, and I'm willing. I mean, he's on my top ten list. There's just no way you're taking Jared Cook or Eric Ebron over Hunter Henry for 2019. I well, I didn't take a. Oh, I took them both. Never mind. <laughs> I was confused. Um, that's all right. Uh, um, who's your number? Yeah. Who's your number eight? Sean Ryan has made a mistake here, and he just can't wiggle out of it. Mine is Eric Ebron, um, who I would yeah. not take over Hunter Henry. And look, we all know about the thirteen touchdowns. That's going to come back down to earth um, in a big way, probably this upcoming season. Um, but still, sixty-six catches, seven hundred fifty yards. Um, I, again, I don't buy this whole he's going to be – was he the number one rated fantasy tight end or second behind Kelsey? He had to be with, with 13 touchdowns. That number is going to come down not because it's his fault, just the way touchdowns work. Um, but I buy that in that offense he can be the 700-yard guy, which he was this past season. Mm. I think the, the, the touchdown thing is is pretty outrageous. Like, and – uh, he had 11 I, touchdowns in four years in Detroit, and then he had 13 in one season. I know, I know. The Lions, it's unbelievable how bad the Lions are drafting uh, tight ends. I mean, just stop doing it. Like, you feel bad for T.J. Hawkinson. He was actually uh, fourth overall behind the guys who are going to be our top three. We'll get to it in a minute. No big surprise there. Uh, by the way, this is kind of crazy. This is how bad the tight end position was. Trey Burton was sixth in terms of fantasy points last year. Travis Kelsey, loves him. Travis Kelsey had 199 points and Trey Burton had 101. That's the gulf between those, between those positions. It was a terrible, it was a terrible position last year. Gronk and Vance McDonald basically scored the same number of points and so did Kyle Rudolph and David Njoku. Like it, it was just a bad position. And that's why Kelsey, Zach Ertz, George Kittle going to the first two rounds of fantasy drafts. Um, one thing that concerns me about Ebron and why I left him off the list, the Colts are going to run the ball more. That means less touchdowns, less attempts. Passing by Andrew Luck. Uh, they why did you say that? Because they'll run the ball more. Is that why they drafted Paris Campbell? Okay. To my other point, they added weapons in Paris Campbell and Devin Funches who are going to take away targets from, from Eric Ebron. He was basically on a target. Like, there's nobody else out there. It was like him versus Chester Rogers. It's not going to be the same. Well, there's a guy named T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. yeah. I think I heard of him. I mean, T.Y., but T.Y.'s target share doesn't change. I think Devin Funches and Eric Ebron are pretty similar players. And I think Devin Funches will take targets Funches away. From- chubby wide receiver. The other's an athletic tight end. Yeah, but that's, that's pretty much the, the same, same guy. Thing. <laughs> that's not the same guy. They don't use it the same. They line up Devin outside, and he doesn't beat anyone to get open. And Eric Ebron, you can line up anywhere. Okay. I mean, that's like saying Kelvin Benjamin's a tight end. He's not a tight end. He's so just we, a guy who likes hamburgers. Can't wait until you give Eric Ebron's Hall of Fame speech. It's going to be awesome. Oh God! Said the guy who's pimping a guy who played three games the last four years. I, look, it's just he's just going to take Put away his combined stats together too to form one sixteen. <laughs> Since game high year. school, he has twelve. <laughs> um, this is why I left Ebron off. I, I think Ebron takes a big step back in twenty nineteen. Oh, you left him off the list entirely. Yes, I don't want Eric Ebron. This list was clearly made at Red Rocks after having some fun. Hey, look, it's Eric Ebron. Look, I don't know if you know where Eric Ebron went to school, but. 
Um, yeah, I knew that was a big issue with you. <laughs> no, I like it. I like Eric Ebron. I just, I Sounds know. like it. Uh, he would he would be eleven or twelve for me. Um, trying to zig when you guys, you clowns, are zagging. Uh, right. My so number my- or sh- sh- uh, my number. This this backwards numbering is is That's annoying. Crazy. Um, so that would be my I'm seven. Seven. I would, well, I had Trey Burton, who I think is poised for a step forward in a second year with Matt Nagy's offense. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, MVP. Mitch. Moving lines, pick six podcast, moving lines out here. He's down to 55 to one. What's 200 to one until we got a hold of it? Money. What was it? 200 to one? He could win it. Uh, 200 to one is an incredible bet. Any quarterback on a team. It's a waste of money. It could be four billion to one. It's a waste of money. What? Will you let me and Sean bet you 200 to one right now? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay. How much? I, I have so much money on this. I'm willing to take all bets. All right. You Wait, really? Now? You're giving me and Brinson 200 to 1 Mitch Trubisky MVP odds. Bet all you want. If you don't pay up, I'm gonna, I can't make your hair any worse, Sean. Okay, but. look, I'm not going to bet you $50 because that would be $10,000 and it would get really <laughs> awkward. I will I will bet you $5. That's, you will, you will owe yeah, me I'll a, do $5, too. You owe me a th- You are going to remember our generosity that we did not do 20 bucks or 50 bucks uh-huh. when Trubisky wins MVP when he has – an okay season, but the Bears win 13 games, and no one else has a great year. Okay, that's a lot of ifs, but I, I mean, sure. Okay, so we and at 201, we get a few ifs there. You you will have to give us a thousand dollars each. You realize that that we are making this bet. I will I will pay you in a thousand dollar bills each. Okay, each all right, we'll bet is on. We have Ryan has taken Mitchell Trubisky action. Ryan, would you like to open it up to people to tweet at you to make Mitchell Trubisky bets? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I don't like so, tweets to be about taking Mitchell Trubisky bets. All of a sudden, Ryan's sitting there like an NFL honors doing the live blog. He's like calling his wife like, Ryan's honey, honey, so sell the house. You're going to have to sell the 2009 Jetta several times. <laughs> All right. You guys have... just wasted five bucks. Joke's on you. <laughs> it's not going to be funny in February. How, on what planet is Mitch Trubisky winning NFL MVP? Because any quarterback for a good team has a chance to win MVP. When's the Derek last Carr was an MVP candidate in 2016 before Did he, he win it? Perfect. No, but he broke his leg. But he wasn't playing that much better than he is. Shut he was up. On he a played good team. immeasurably better than Trubisky played last year. If Mitchell Trubisky takes a step – but we're not talking about last year. We're talking about a step forward. Trubisky threw for, if Trubisky completes 68% of his passes, throws for 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, and that's not. <laughs> Fair enough. He could throw <laughs> less than that. It, look, Mahomes is going to have last year working against him, so people are going to just compare it to last year. So if he throws more interceptions, which he should, then he's not going to win. Look, no one's saying Trubisky's a favorite to win MVP, but 201 odds when you play quarterback. MVP is almost always quarterback, and when you play for a playoff caliber team, that automatically means you have a chance to win MVP. Bears are missing. You're not an MVP caliber quarterback. And if the defense takes a step back, but the offense takes a step forward, and they still win the division, people are going to be pushing the narrative. He missed two games last year too. If he has a first sixteen game, his sixteen game stats, sixty six point six percent completion percentage, hello, rushing yards too. And hello, rushing Satan. Uh, Three thousand six. 666.6% completion. Oh, right, Satan, yeah. Yeah, 3,683 yards, right. 27 touchdowns, and uh, 481 rushing yards. I look forward to you let weekly me, beating the drum of the Mitch Trubisky MVP train. Who do you yes. think the top three quarterbacks last year in QBR were? QBR. Get out of here with that stat. I'd have beat you upside the head with that stat. Shut up with the QBR. 201 is, he, is bad value. Where is he on DVOA? Let me ask you that, and then you can tell me your QBR. I don't I don't know where he was. Exactly. 
I'm guessing he wasn't uh, top 15. He may be top 15. He was probably between 15 and 20, I guess. I'm guessing he wasn't top. Okay, he probably was top 15. Uh, I'll tell you what he was. I bet you he was 18. He was not uh, very good. In DVOA, of course, they list, they list, they list QBR on this page, by the way. Yeah, that's that's why, that's how I know. They work with ESPN, so I understand that. What's, uh, but QBR actually factors in running, and if his strength is QBR running... QBR had 10 people hit Aaron Rodgers. Please shut up with that. 20th. 20th. 20th in DVOA. All right. All right. Uh, well, Do you want to give us 501 odds then? I mean, it seems like we're getting screwed here. You have to bet... Uh, the, the minimum bet is 100 bucks. How about that? And I know you guys will make... What does that work out to? $200,000? <laughs> I would, I would, I, I mean, I'd probably throw in away hundred dollars, but I would do that because the value is so such good, good value. Uh, <laughs> the value I, if you want to commit to that, I mean, I don't want to bankrupt you and ruin your life. Sean, but... I'm not taking your haircut money. <clears throat> right, well, my Five dollars, two hundred one. I'm excited about. I this. mean, can you imagine if Ryan had to pay us forty thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to do payment plans. <laughs> it would have one hundred percent of the payment plans. Yeah. All right. I'm uh, all right. Hold on. Uh, We're gonna I'm take going. a quick break and then we'll speed through the rest of these. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Being around sports media and a fan of, oh, my NC State Wolfpack for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former sports center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall. Legacies will change forever. New goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Okay, that ended up going long because of a Trubisky MVP rant. That's fine. Whatever. And you're now on, on Team Sean, so feel good about that. I do. Uh, Ryan, who is your seventh, seventh rated tight end? we, we got to hurry up. O.J. Howard um, has not lived up to expectations. He looks like a grown man, which is good for him, but I think even better for him is that he's playing in Bruce Arians' offense. So we know that Bruce Arians likes to throw the ball down the field, but Bruce Arians also likes to throw to his tight ends. Heath Miller had a lot of success uh, under B.A. when he was in Pittsburgh. And this is a the last chance for Jameis Winston, who's playing on that twenty point nine million dollar fifth year option. So, a lot of reasons to like OJ Howard. 
Sean? I have Evan Ingram, and looking at it now, maybe I could make the case to put him a little bit higher up the list. Um, but I would expect this year without Odell obviously there um, for him to get a lot more targets. Um, and he was pretty pretty great his rookie year. Took a step back this past season, but I think uh, in terms of fantasy, in terms of fantasy, I think he's going to be. Yep. Am I echoing Am I just for me or you guys? Yes, now you are echoing. Try it again. Start over. I uh, I, I think Evan Ingram in fantasy could be one of those, not the Kelsey or um, the Kittle tier, but the tier right below that. I've got Evan Ingram okay. at. Uh, fifth, right? Sixth, sixth. God damn it, these numbers are annoying. Uh, I got him at sixth. I the injuries are a little bit of a concern, but the lack, the fact that Odell Beckham is in there, uh, you know, he's not a huge blocker. He's really more of a receiving tight end. Ingram is. I, I think he can have a big year, but I don't trust the quarterback position a ton there. I think it's a. I think this is. De- there's definitely some separation though for me. There's the top three, which we'll speed through in a second. Then there's this next group of younger guys who are coming on, um, and then sort of the bottom guys you can interchange. I have Ingram uh, there at six. Who do you have at six, Ryan? Eric Ebron. Big year with Andrew Luck. Uh, I think he'll be really good. I actually like Evan Ingram a lot. I had him on my fantasy team last year. Eli Manning screwed that up. He also had hamstring issues, so he didn't play a lot, maybe even an ankle injury. So I have Ebron six. And I actually have Evan Ingram fifth. I think it's going to be a bounce-back year. Only if Daniel Jones gets on the field before Eli does, because Eli he can throw the ball 15 yards down the field, which is perfect for Ingram and Ingram in terms of his routes. But I mean, once they start teams start sitting on the on the shorter routes, Eli just is, is going to need to find his way to the bench. So Daniel Jones plus Evan Ingram equals um, instant success for the New York Giants. By the way, I was on HQ on Wednesday morning. Daniel Jones is 60, streaming sports network. Daniel Jones is 63. Madden rating is. On every level, hugely disrespectful. And I'm, I love just, it. But I was like, my God, they gave him a 63. I, I don't He's know, below an undrafted free agent. I don't know if you guys know this, but they actually made him a 65 originally and had to republish with a 63. <laughs> you could well, just. That's why I saw like screenshots where, because I was like, am I reading this? Because when I was writing the article, I went to the actual website. I was like, am I reading this wrong? It's like you couldn't so, just, you couldn't just. Leave him as a How 65. How an undrafted free agent? Like it's, that is just pure. It's ridiculous. I don't know. So three other rookies. I was looking at the other rookies on this team. Two. Darius Slayton was drafted on day three. He literally dropped every pass thrown to him in rookie minicamp. He was a 68. Um, <laughs> O'Shane Zimenez was a third-round pick, an edge rusher from a small school. He was 68. And then Corey Ballantyne was a day three pick, a cornerback out of a Division two school, who was literally shot the day of the draft. He is ranked higher on Madden <laughs> than Daniel Jones. Not like, I'm not making a joke about Corey Ballantyne getting shot. That was terrible. He's healthy now, and he's back. I think he lost his, his best friend, which is a terrible story. But the fact the man was shot, and someone thought, okay, let's make Daniel Jones a 63 below him. Yeah, it's Well, you got to put that out there because people get people love to take things in the wrong way. Uh, By the way, you guys know in 2001 or 2000 maybe Tom Brady's original Madden rating? Uh, 58. Good guess, 57. And his original title was QB12. So Daniel Jones is five points better or six points better than QB12. Well, you heard that here. Ryan Wilson comparing uh, Daniel Jones to Tom Brady. In Madden. Uh, expert, Ryan Wilson. Mr. Wagner McGee, who you got as your number six? What number is this on my five on my spreadsheet? Yes. Yeah. You have Jared Cook. I have Jared Cook, who I think you are being a little bit too harsh on. Um, He was – 
actually pretty good the last few years. Um, it's before he signed in Green Bay in 2016. I actually I wrote a big piece on him and all the good and bad that he brings. I think he's a good player. Like he's the kind of guy who's going to frustrate you because he should be better with that athleticism. Um, but he's been a pretty consistent player. The guy who's going to average 600 yards a year, uh, three or four touchdowns. I think that has value. And especially when you look at all these tight ends in the league and how volatile they are, he's been pretty consistent from an output perspective. Uh, I'll just point out that RJ, RJ White, who our editor, frequent visit, uh, frequent guest on the show, also left Eric Ebron, uh, unranked and had, uh, Jared Cook way down there too. So maybe I could have been a little bit higher on these guys, but I have no problem fading Jared Cook or Eric Ebron in fantasy. Purposes. He ghosted Eric Ebron. I did ghost Eric Ebron. He paid Jared Cook. Getting Eric, Jared Cook getting paid a $16 million, eh, stinks to high heaven. I don't think he's suddenly gonna, ma- he's not gonna magically turn into some monster at his age. Well, we're not, we're not ranking contracts or contract value. I just think he's he- turned into a monster. He had 68 catches last year and led the, vi- led the uh, Raiders. There's nobody on the Raiders. They stunk. He's the only option. No one. Okay. There's we'll no see. one. He's the, he fourth also, fourth, but okay. He's like their fourth <laughs> best option in, I'm proud of myself for saying that. He was also responsible for one of my favorite plays of last season when he ran that round on the sideline, stopped running it because he thought the ball was already thrown, then Derek Carr throws the ball a foot over his head and it goes right to the defender. You not remember it this? Happens. Yeah. It happened. It happens. <laughs> Things happen. Um right, what's next up for me in that uh in the coveted number five spot, uh I have O. J. Howard, who Oh, yeah, I mean, look, Mike, uh, Mike Clay of ESPN pointed out how good, this is his quote, how good has OJ Howard been since joining the Buccaneers? The 24-year-old led the tight end position in both yards per target and yards per reception during each of his first two NFL seasons, minimum 40 targets. The same book on, uh, OJ Howard exists now that did when he was in college. He's incredible when he's used and he just doesn't get used enough. Um, the fact that you point out Heath Miller makes me happy because I think they might use him in Tampa this year. But Bruce Arians didn't exactly use a tight end position in Arizona. So mixed maybe results there. If they uncork him for 16 games and let him be a true number one tight end, he could have an absolutely enormous season. What are you going to do with Cameron Brady if you're going to have him as a number one tight end, though? Trade him. You're a hell of a GM. <laughs> All right. I had um, Evan Ingram, so I already talked about him. Sean, go ahead. I had O.J. Howard, too. Oh, there we go. All right, moving along. Then. And we're going to blitz through the final three, by the way. Hunter Henry at number four for me. I think if there's anybody who's capable of making a leap into that uh, upper echelon of tight ends, it's Hunter Henry. I know he he's better make the leap on the non-ACL leg, i tell you that. He tore his ACL, like, it's going to end up being like 18 months. Yeah, That's which a, is why I'm glad he didn't play. Right, it's a ton of recovery time. That's good for Hunter Henry. When he last saw him, in his first two years, he scored a total of 12 touchdowns, averaged 528.5 yards on the, uh, through the air, and 40 catches on the season. I think he's got a chance to put up 1,000 yards in this offense. Yeah, I had him last year on my top 2,525 list. That was right before he tore his ACL. I agree with you because it's been so long since he tore the ACL. I have no injury concerns at all. I mean, he almost played in the playoffs. Um, so I have him at the same spot as well. Oh um, I think he has the potential to – to climb into that same tier as the Kittles and the Kelseys. Um, and he's a good blocker too, which doesn't show up in fantasy, but um, will matter for the Chargers. Um, all right. And Ryan, for whatever reason, has uh, Jared Cook as your fourth best tight end. 
Huh. You're still muted, right? <laughs> I just made an alley G joke. I had the mute on. Too bad. Um, yeah, I love Jared Cook. He's 32 or whatever. He'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. Um, and then our final three. We all agree on these completely, so it's easy to run okay. through them. George Kittle at number three, Zach Ertz at number two, and Travis Kelsey at number one. Kelsey, uh, everyone agreed. Consensus number one tight end in football. Not hard to do that with Gronk retiring. Which one of these guys is most likely, fellas, to fall out of the top three? Honestly, I would say Ertz just because of the presence of another tight end in Philly, but I don't like any of these guys as a bet to fall off. Yeah, I was going to say if Gronk were still playing, I don't know if he'd be in my top five, given how he played last year. And he top would fall. Five. You would yeah, have he terrible Cook season over Gronk if Gronk was back. If Jerry Cook's in my top five, yes, Sean. It's pretty simple math. Even well, you should just, just making making sure everyone knows that you're taking Jared Cook over a healthy Gronk. Okay, Gronk wasn't healthy last year, and he had a terrible season. But sure, George Kittle had thirteen hundred seventy-seven yards last year. Without Jimmy Garoppolo, he could be tied in number one at this time next year. Yeah, he's good, and he's the fourth round pick, which is boggles the mind. Yeah, because Iowa didn't know how to use tight ends. Um, I would probably say I don't think Kel- I, I'll say Kelsey might fall back because of injuries, but that's the only really reason why. If Tyree kills out, I mean, he's going to be the focal point of that offense. So he's know. thirty or is he twenty nine? He's it's not old. Kittle, but I mean, he's older. Kittle than will too. turn twenty six in October. Ertz will turn uh, 29 in November, oh. and wow. then um, Kelsey will turn 30 in October. So Okay, so they're close in age. Maybe you go Kelsey just because he's the oldest. I don't see Kittle falling off. Um, I, I agree, Sean. I don't see any of them falling off a very good top tight end group. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Watch out for Noah Fanton. Um Hawkinson next year. That's a good call. And uh, Jace Sternberger. All right, we'll be Jace back on. Bur- mm-hmm. Doug Irv Smith. Okay. Yeah. And Irv Smith. We'll be back on Monday. Thanks as always, fellas. Mm-hmm.